Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the mother freaking most, Sugar Offer. And it's your favorite co-host and, you know, the aficionado, the Count. Some might know him under several names, but it's Ezigo Offer here again. I hope the count comes into full fruition one day, by the way. It is. It is. Oh, it cool. definitely it is. is. But, you know, it's sad because I realize every time I drop a nickname on the pod, whenever you're really trying to get to it, like later on in life, you know, people can't know the aliases. You know what I mean? No, they got to know all the aliases. Yeah, they just that's... can't know the real gutter ones. Like if you were called like knife in prison or something, you probably don't want people to know that alias if you're trying to apply <laughs> oh, okay, for like, yeah, yeah. a corporate job or something. No, man, know? I'm trying to have everything follow me. People got to know my character. <laughs> people got <laughs> They got to know me, the right and the wrong. I'm that kind of guy. So This is the first time, by the way, that I'm going to say this on the pod and we're actually doing it. This is going to be more of a concise um, episode. So you hope there with us. More of a concise <laughs> episode. It's funny because this is what happens too. And I think it's happened twice on like the Cullen episodes and stuff. And then we end up going for like an hour and 20. But this one has to be because your boy has a concert later that I'm going to. Yes, Sersky. Yes, Sersky. And guess what? Yeah. Guess what? He has a concert later that he's going to. These aren't even plugged in, bro. I'll everything i was wondering i was like damn was, i can't hear anything he was wondering why he couldn't hear but i got I, it tell the people what concert you're going to later since it's something interesting yeah so um i guess it's from these people chase atlantic it wasn't so much something i chose i'll say that Barney. not to like make me feel bad but my sister got tickets and she wanted she wanted her older brother to come and i'm not gonna lie that made my day i felt happy I moved some plans around. I said, let's do it. So I know they do have a song that I did actually put as a heat check once just because that song was a, that song was a super slapper. Our, our, young, our young man put us onto it back in the day. A hundred percent. And so I enjoyed it a lot. So I'm excited to see how the concert goes. And I just love live music, man. I feel like every time I've gone to a concert, even if I don't really know the artist's music like that, mm-hmm. it's so much more enjoyable 110%. than finding that same artist and listening to them just like randomly. Like, obviously, the, if the moment's right, like you're in your car or something, and like the perfect vibe, <laughs> I don't know, like maybe that might be better, but nah, I think live music, 10 times out of 10 for me, usually beats out listening to music through other means. And live music is definitely the best way to be introduced to people that can perform as well. Like, that's a big, big one, too. Like, that definitely, like, seeing dope people's stage presence before I even knew who they were fully in yeah. discographies has made me much bigger of a fan. But <clears throat> while we do continue to what's going on this week, give everybody a little bit about how you're feeling. Uh, I'm feeling good. The week's been so last week, I'll say, because I feel like it's an important thing to note. I've been feeling like I'm Superman this semester. Y'all, crazy. You already know what it is. Going Your boy has been doing a lot. Go ahead and listen to the other episodes to really dive into it. But, you know, between trying to work, trying to do uh, school, trying to do the sp- a podcast, trying to do all these different things, it's like trying to become the best version of myself and still some self-development outside of it, and just trying to enjoy myself, too, because I'm never going to do all that without enjoying me. You hurt? I had to, I got, I reached, reached the mid semester point to where I had to take a step back and be like, I'm kind of getting stressed out here. No, <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at my groups. He I'm looking no at some assignments. I'm looking at uh, the pop, looking at all these things going on. And I was like, look, I'm about to, like, it's going downhill quick. So I know quickly become the serious group member. Which is crazy because I feel like, like a lot of things in yeah. life, you have yeah. to have a moment that happens to you that like is your villain origin story about making <laughs> you the serious group member. And as it goes, being in so many classes this semester, I think niggas turned him into the serious group member. <laughs> I was that before this semester, sadly, because it took doing a whole project basically the day before it was due. And, no, and it was it was like quiet. No one was trying to help me for me to realize I'm never doing this again. So that's, that's where I'm at. 
Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I realized I was going to be hanging out with friends at the end of the week. Shouts out to uh, Daniel and Richard for their birthday. Shouts out to the Tron. Shouts out to Anna, Taylor, everybody. Ashley that we saw oh, over at the party. Carrie. All the names. Um, man, and it was just, I told myself, look, I'm going to see these people. I'm going to see my friends and I'm going to enjoy my weekend. But I'm not making it to the weekend. So I had to skip the classes. I had to skip it all during the week. That <laughs> I just went ahead and took the week. And that's an important thing to note because I feel like we get so caught up in trying to do the right things that sometimes when we realize that we're getting to our boiling points, we don't even realize it and end up pushing ourselves too far. And it's almost like when that you're part. working out, you know what I mean? You can't go too hard, forget the mission and get to the point where it ends up screwing up the end results because you're going to break. You're going to need to repair. You're going to need to heal. You're going to need to get over the damage. So stop yourself before the damage. Take your the rest that you actually need and get back to it. And that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling good and I'm ready to get back to it. For and real. even though we always want to feel like I'm working from 10 to 10 yeah. and 10, 10 to 10, 10. and again, <laughs> we all want to feel like that when you're in your zone. Yeah. What you're talking about is very important. Like one of the biggest things that I hear from some of my most successful friends when they finally get a chance to step back and look what at what they've done look at the world yeah. and be like if they if they had one thing they could look back and do is tell themselves like bro take take them little breaks take them little breaks and like get your mind straight like get your mind straight so you don't feel like a volcano always almost ready to erupt because of stress building up but i'm happy that in all honesty you found some of those things this week and you're gonna see some of your good thank people you. and you get to hang out with thank you little sister so yes Cersei. but um for me this past week has been little bit of up and down for sure mentally but in all honesty like as much as i complain to you complain to tahira complain the rest of my family and just like a release i guess kind of venting and like letting get getting some stuff off i feel centered i feel in a good place and i feel like as stressful as life is as crazy as life feels right now sometimes like I'm doing the right thing and I'm on the right path. And I found some cool little ventures that we may be getting into like business wise. No, we will be getting into it by his grace. And so like, I'm definitely just excited about what we have moving forward more than anything. So I don't really have too many qualms for this week, man. That's good to hear that. It's been, it's been t- stressful though. Like you yeah. said, work, school, <laughs> podcasts, all creative endeavors. It's drowning sometimes, but you got to stay afloat. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing, though. It's a, it's a good problems to have. But yeah. um, moving right along into our heat checks for the week, my heat checks actually going to be who wants smoke, which is crazy because I talked about who wants smoke last week. But then if that was majority of what I was spinning again this week. So I said, you know what? That's going to be my heat check. So, yeah, so we're here. Y'all know which verse I'm going to, too, if you know me. So this is who wants smoke. Nardo Wick remix featuring Lil Durk, 21 Savage. <clears throat> Less get it angie herbo let's not forget but only one person's gonna be rapping this time i'm gonna say wow one of those names bro what the fuck is that what the fuck is that that's how i step on nigga i step on you bitch i know yeah Baby on my page like Slap of Vaughn, I know they trolling me Outside with y'all big homie, be on, I keep the folks with me Got it back in blood, y'all just don't know that's how it's supposed to be Call him for a feature just to kill him, cause we know he's sweet uh, 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 uh. Who the fuck is that? Bro, go check the door, look out the window, don't forget the strap I be on they ass when I see ops, I do forget I rap I be on this shit wherever I'm at, I learned that from the rap He gon' drink nah, whatever, so nigga sell him just what? to Dirk, see Dirk left it like cold there was an argument this week about Dirk versus G Herbo. Who cares because they both snap? <laughs> People love throwing the arguments, but no, they don't love. They don't love showing flowers. Look, I'm going to show them both flowers because they both been making Black music. King. Go ahead and keep it going. Yes, Cersei. 
And so that's my heat check for the week. Who wants smoke remix? Nardo Wick featuring G Herbo, Lil Durk, and Twenty One Savage. Man, good way to start us off. I want to go ahead and roll into my heat check. My heat check for this week actually too is "Not in the Mood" by Lil TJ Five Year Four and K Flock. If y'all don't know, it's another one of them. It's it's another one of those songs that unfortunately maybe didn't come at the right time of the year, but it'll still give you those same vibes. Yes, sir. It'll still give you those same vibes. So let's get into it. Oh, anytime five year goes, oh. <laughs> you know the song is about to be hard. <laughs> Every artist has like their one thing. Oh, for sure. They let it out. You know Gotta move on. RSP pops up, Big food for the plate. I keep a nigga, I ain't kind of play. Hey, me like they gave, but that's all running for me. I'm a spray. Some of these lines are so wild, you can't repeat them though. <laughs> Shouts out to the gang though. Eesh. <laughs> yes, sir, man. So, yeah, go ahead and check them out. Let us know. I want to start doing something where y'all, if you're listening to something, you love it, all that. Let us know, man. Leave a comment on the YouTube. Uh, send us, interact on the post for like the socials. Just go somewhere that we you can visibly let us know for real. Because the DMs sometimes are hard to see, especially sure. if we're not following people who might just be listening to the pod. Let us know what y'all are listening to and give us a song recommendations, recommendations to get into. 100% because at the end of the day, like it's community, it's community. So uh, most of the five songs I've ever, most of the five songs, I will say I was a dig through the crates, like every release day, like play mm-hmm. everything guy, but you grow older, you get busier. And I will say in the last year or so, probably like yeah. some of the best songs that I've heard have been from you or from my girl or from like her friends or from like homies. You know what I'm saying? Like it hasn't been me finding a lot of these things, which is dope. It's just like making that community of music is the best part. And you know what's funny though, before streaming and like this crazy amount of blogs, like obviously there are already resources Blog-y to go rah. to, to like find like music, but it's just word of mouth. Like everything else was, it was like, yo, you should, need to check this out. Like you, you gotta listen to believe what one. I just listened to. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you get your ears blessed and it felt like a moment. You remember those moments. You know how late I felt listening to certain songs, but you don't even feel bad anymore. It's just like, bro, I caught the vibe. I used to feel late listening like a week later after it came out, like a week. Bro, I remember in high school, I would be on Hot New Hip Hop, KTT. I'd be on Two Dope Boys, just like a bunch of these vlogs, just refreshing, refreshing. That day, you yeah. come in like the next day, nigga tell you about the song Third Period. Oh, you just heard that one? You're like, what? Your <laughs> <laughs> hands up like, it just came out. It what just came out. I can't do any better. I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> but Man. moving right along, just because of the time constraints yeah. that we do have, um, we don't have much music news this week. I just wanted to give a big shout out to... NBA Youngboy for officially being released from jail and being put onto house arrest, which is really beautiful, really dope. Yeah. Especially how his case looked. Obviously, 
I won't say this. I won't say this as a damnation towards him because I truly I walk that walk and talk that talk about support when it comes to young black people, especially people like putting in time, putting in work, and like supporting themselves and their families. But Trying NBA YoungBoy is somebody that recorded and released an album in jail, right? That went number one, and then he got out soonish afterwards. You know the machine actually cares about you when they see that you're a cash cow, yeah. and NBA YoungBoy is keeping the lights on for a lot of people. A lot of people said recorded and released an album in jail. I think it was in jail. I think it was in jail jail. and it went number one. I'm not going to lie. And it didn't sound like a jail album, by the way, which lets you know he had some special some things because I'm sorry. Like we've seen, which isn't to knock him once again. I heard that murder voice coming through. Oh, like a minute was it the Schmurter, uh, it was Schmurter's or, feature or something that just sounded like, damn, like it really sounds like they put this through the phone, the phone to the phone. And, and that's like, how they used to do this, it. And I'm going to record. There were artists in like the 90s, early 2000s that were re- recording whole albums, like phone held up to the that's microphone crazy, in the room. You know what man. I'm saying? Like nuts. Yeah, no, that's different kind of like production. Like the people on the other side, I wonder who's on his team, like working to actually get that done. Because there's a lot of names you're not going to hear, you know, a hundred percent. there's going to be a lot of names, but it's all those people that work in those extreme circumstances. I don't know if it's like being around, like doing the extra stuff now. Sometimes the most commendable people to me aren't the actors anymore. It's like, oh, I've seen the rest of it for real. Bro. There's somebody over here that's really working. Like Bro. <laughs> this person's putting in shifts. Dog, the most. It's funny, though, now as well, because I see it in all facets of entertainment because I'm mm-hmm. with a I'm with a makeup artist, you yeah. know, and like all and a lot of my friends do stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We do our own stuff. But it's just it's crazy how much appreciation I've gained for literally everyone yeah. but the star now, because you have a lot of love and appreciation for the star mm-hmm. always. But like for some reason now I'll be watching something like. Oh, that director must have been nuts. The editor must have been crazy. Like the people on set must have been insane. Like I can't believe who even had the the creative director, the person who had that idea, the producer. Like just because you know how many people, a thousand people go into putting out one five thing that a lot of people forget, you know. But speaking about sets and speaking about things going on, of course, we didn't really touch on the wild wildness that happened earlier, man. What talk about it? We Uh, we didn't really talk about the Alex Baldwin situation, and I. We try not to too much because mm-hmm. I know as we're pulling up, can you actually make sure that I get this woman's name right? Because I don't want to do her any disservice mm-hmm. when that actually passed. But um, we try not to go on these things too hard because I know how easy it is to get caught up in these conversations and to get clicks, quote unquote, or this, that, and the third off of like people in their lives, especially like in tragic moments. But that's not what we're really about. So we're not going to try and take that type of a vein. We're going to try and shed some light on it for people who might not have heard. And then mm-hmm. past that, just, you know, uh, wish her well, man. I hope that her soul can find peace genuinely and her family can find it, too. And all the ones that she left behind, because you should never walk onto a movie set and feel like this. You should never. T- t- OK, 10 times out of 10, you might be Tom Cruise doing like his own stuff, hanging off of like a, a plane or something. I get, you know, <laughs> but you should never work onto a movie set and think this might be my last day living. And. It's kind of crazy. So I know Alec Baldwin was given a gun while he was on the set of uh, Rust. Apparently, the gun was loaded with live ammunition. However, he was... Helena Hutchins. Helena Hutchins. Helena Hutchins, RIP. And so Alec Baldwin was given a gun that was uh, had live ammunition in it on the set of Rust to film a scene with, I think. as And so as he was filming, though, however... He was told that it was cold, apparently, or whatnot, and like that it was actually safe and ready to use. And that was by, I think, somebody who stepped in for the uh, prop person that was he was actually working with and the production yeah. person. And so 
because the person that was the working there before actually left because they were complaining about unsafe work situ uh like environment and really? things like that. See, I didn't even read that far into and, it. And so um moving forward, we all know what transpired after the cinematographer w was killed, I believe, which was her. Uh huh. Helena, Helena Hutchinson. Helena Helena Hutchins. Yeah, we want to get her name correct, of course. Show respect as much as we can. But she was killed and somebody else was injured. And the writer slash director was injured mm -hmm. and so that's tragic and i'm not gonna lie it feels i know a lot of people say at the same time you don't know the story 100 but imagining that all parties were trying their best to just do what they can and like there was something so many tragic things that just went wrong in this process it feels horrible horrible to be her obviously horrible to be the, her friends and family horrible to be the writer slash director horrible to be his loved one his or her loved ones and then at the end of the day it probably horrible to be alec baldwin too because you came to work to film a movie you know not to Talk take someone's it. life it's not like you signed up to go like into the infantry and like the military and get to it like nah you're over here thinking you're about to just do your job and go home and you you're leaving that day knowing that you took someone's life so i can only imagine how heavy that how had heavy i know he didn't i know he be. probably didn't sleep what it must have been a long he might, night bro he might not have slept since then you know might have been it like, must have been a long night bro what like i cannot even imagine so prayers go out to them prayers go out to everybody involved like mm -hmm. obviously i don't know everything about sets i don't know everything about their jobs so i'm not going to speak into people's jobs what they should shouldn't do yeah but whoever was responsible for that since apparently like reading into it it was one round was in there so it's like one round was in the gun so that almost seems like weird itself you know that's like very weird that seems like weird spooky whatever it is i hope that justice is found i hope that the peace is found from the family and i hope that all parties involved are okay like really on all sides of it mentally physically and all that because i know that's very difficult and heavy to deal with if it was one they probably tried to i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna speak too much on it because i don't know that much but if it was literally one mm -hmm. then i'm sure the clip might have been clear them but they probably didn't check the chamber and I know gun Which safety and stuff, nuts. that's something that you got to do because you could it seem like you have a completely safe gun. But at the end of the day, one's already loaded. And that's how a lot of people get injured, like outside of movie sets, just in real life when it comes to guns is forgetting the one in the chamber. So that is a good point to bring up. But moving right along, just so we can keep it, yeah. keep it pushing in other pop culture news. I do want to talk about like what we've been watching a tiny bit, but almost more yep. in terms of like stuff we will get to. I've heard nothing but excellent things about Dune since Dune was recently came out. I heard heard a lot about it. Heard that there might be a part two. There's a part two. It was announced okay, and everything. Nice. Timothy Chalamet like tweeted a picture of the like the little background and said part two. Must be happy as hell. Yeah, it's stoked. I'm sure he's stoked. <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> like what? Like so many people are showing, like, I know we have our Timothy Chalamet story, like with the DJ thing of them yeah. like knowing each other, like back, 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 because DJ was on the same set. Mm -hmm. Like when he was like a new budding actor. But like it's crazy seeing like it's just because we're in real time watching everyone evolve, because we're the youth right now that's taking over and doing stuff. Like it's crying and seeing like that knowing the DJ. DJ story of them playing beer pong together on set of like a small movie and then like the next thing i see some people posting like pictures of him like reading his lines and trying to memorize which is like on the subway you know like yeah. in new york and all of these things and then he went from somebody that was like a kind of talked about actor a little bit not really mm -hmm. to like out of nowhere he was like which i don't know what all goes into this but like the the man crush monday pool of like people that the girls like like talked about all the time actors you know what i saying? think it's like, he was there. genuinely you just have of a movie that you're it's crazy because i feel like you're just any level above a certain attractiveness of a person on i guess on a general scale 
and then you have a movie that breaks because I've seen a, a lot, lot of, of people that probably didn't get attention before. Once they got that movie, it started blowing up for them. And I'm so happy for them. But it just shows you how fickle people are sometimes because <laughs> they are not showing you that love until you make it. Oh, a lot of people. Blow. What? Adam Driver what? is an outstanding actor. Outstanding actor. But it took one Where movie to blow up. And him. I saw people talking about him wild ways he probably wasn't used to. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I was not going to the bar and having this reaction before. <laughs> he was definitely the, what a, you got to buy the, me a drink first kind of person. And he's one of the new age goats, by I'm the way. I'm sure they were telling that. Like, he's an outstanding actor. But like exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Like I feel like somebody blows up nowadays and it's over with. It's on. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. But shout out to Timothy Chalamet. Shout out to the gang. Shout out to the movie Dune. That's something that I really, really do want to go see because I've heard nothing but good things. And just knowing there's a part two from yeah. what I've heard from people, the ending kind of makes you feel like a part two is going to be on the way anyway. So that I, I get upset in theater, but excited because I like series. Man, you know? it's one of those. I, I've been wanting to go to movies. Every movie I want to see, let's see that one. I'm theaters. going to, to go see on opening weekend from here on out. Do you want to be a part the of only the only one thing? that I haven't exactly? I want to be a part of those numbers, those statistics where they look back. This bro- broke this record or sold this much in the You're opening like, I weekend. Was there. I remember. <laughs> but um, so shouts out to Dune. And then honestly, the other two things I wanted to mention yeah. was I didn't I haven't watched still, of course, so that is bad on me. But if you have anything to say about the U season currently going, like Um Man, it's hard to talk about it if you haven't seen it because I don't want to spoil it. Spoil it. I don't care. Okay. I'm letting you know I really don't care. Well, but, I okay. might not watch it, just being honest. At this point, but you even might if be I over even if I say it. it. You know, you want, let me say my point and it'll lead you into just spoiling it. And this is you. The story of a girl. <laughs> no, you, honestly, from what I've seen from people saying it, which makes me happy almost because you know how I felt before. Yeah. I was about to watch it just because the second season was pretty okay. Like, I was like, okay. all right, let's watch the third season. Second but season a crazy. bunch of people were saying stuff like, oh, it's getting to the point now. I see that it seems like they're dragging it on. Like, it seems like it could have ended by now. Like, they're dragging the story on. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, no. They weren't even dragging <laughs> the story. And I'm. I still don't want to spoil it, but spoiler alert. Alert, alert. And all right, go. That's that's not really, you know what? (laughs) If you heard this, just know that the next few minutes are going to be a spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the show didn't necessarily feel like they were dragging it. They it feels like they can do a good job and make me interested in it again, which the end of it actually did Uh, there. But I think they messed up by giving joe an actual wife (laughs) like having the two really link up (laughs) because it tried to just play on like the heightened relationship of those two like how and all the things wrong with them and like how that can go left in so many different situations so quick but no one really cared about that you know like obviously like when somebody would die in the show they'd be like oh shit isn't the show crazier when he's single technically because of like how he is yeah but not like they were they were cheating on each other they gotta be but that didn't matter you see how they were <laughs> it was more so the fact of like the things that made people like the show like the this man put on the cat beyond his missions you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> he's going out on the show. i'm it, sorry bro you was one of those shows that had like the superhero effect the classic superhero effect like that nigga superman clark can't look the same bro he looked the same he just got a fucking cape on and took his glasses off and niggas act like they don't know who it is bro that nigga and you bro joe just put on a hat and niggas he he just disappeared. It's like going but ghost. I'll tell you, when he put on that hat, he was getting straight to it. It was all business. And it, it was the narration behind it. It was all these little things and those moments that I feel like you really enjoyed. It was also something that they 
they did at the end of the show uh-huh. that played into like a certain kind of a twist. But it was the breaking down and seeing just how smart and like methodical the characters are was also something that they only did at like one time in the show. Because that, that was a big draw to the show. Exactly. That was a big draw to the show. That was the reason I hated him. That was a part of why I hate why I hated him. Not because he's smart and methodical, that I get it, but he's so fucking creepy on top of being smart and methodical. Mm-hmm. It just made me feel like Ew. Like the stuff that he was playing, it's like you went through all of the weirdo, you know? <laughs> this show didn't it took that away. And hopefully the next season rolls into it, which I think it will because it's a change of with you know, I honestly didn't spoil too much because I was trying my best not to. The next season is going to be interesting because it's going to be apparently at least starts off in Paris. And so <laughs> he moved. <laughs> so time to get to it somewhere else. But um, so one thing I will say, like, as we move on to more of like the sports side and rounding yeah. out the pod, because we do only have a few minutes left. Is <laughs> hope you all enjoy this short episode. We just wanted to touch base and really pop in with all of y'all who are consistently listening, showing us love. And to all the new viewers that might be out there, new listeners that are expecting something that might have heard last week. Don't worry, we got y'all. And we will be recording here soon in the next few days anyway for next yeah. week. So we'll, we'll get it popping. But I will say last things for sports is a it might be the ball family. It might be the ball brothers NBA league. It might be their Man. league. I'm not saying that. I mean, Steph may have not missed for a whole quarter, but we're not talking about them old niggas right now. Yeah, we're not Steph about might have had like 24 on a 25 on 100%. 25 on 100% in one cool. quarter. <laughs> cool. But guess what? It was first quarter, too, which is kind of crazy because this man straight no more. Like straight from the pregame warm was straight to it. Like <laughs> It wasn't like a third quarter. Oh, I caught fire. Like it was the game started off and I'm. Yeah, scorching. That stuff is cool. Fournier snapping. Super, super yeah. people just snapping. Debut in the cool. garden had the most points on an NBA debut in ever, I think. Who gives or a like shit? Knicks debut ever, I think. Who who cares? Because we're talking about the important things. Yeah. And that is, at the time of recording this, the Bulls are undefeated. And I believe the Hornets have one loss. Or yeah, the Hornets have one loss to the But Celtics. they're the one and two seed in the East. Yeah, man. It's really cool to see because who would have predicted this? Five years other ago. than LeVar five, Ball. Five years ago, is this what you were saying? LeVar Ball is the only one that was saying this. Five years ago, he wasn't saying Including that. me. He was not saying this five me. years ago. Including me and LeVar. We were the only two. You right. weren't because you were saying that the Lakers were going to be the number one with LaMelo, LiAngelo, and Alonzo. <laughs> no one expected the Charlotte Hornets and the Bulls, led by LaMelo and Alonzo, to be number one <laughs> and two in the East. Not by the records I saw. So me and LeVar were the only fans? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> But other than that, and yeah. shout out to the um, Grand Prix and shout out to I Am Athlete. We always shout out I Am Athlete, but just they had a couple episodes this week that were really important and pivotal. I think that if you guys do enjoy I Am Athlete podcast, I know we are a podcast promoting another podcast. Sorry, but they had an episode with Nori this week that I think all young creatives and artists should listen to for sure. For sure. Nori is brilliant and he was spilling a lot of secrets in that episode. But on top of that, the Grand Prix happened this week. I was about to say, first off, ain't nothing wrong with shouting out others. Mm-hmm. I think there's something that I've learned from watching YouTube that traditional media didn't do. I think building as a community and really embracing, I guess, the your colleagues who do what you do, that you actually respect and are, you know, you enjoy, you're proud of what they do too. It's, nothing's wrong I'm with very that. Very proud because of what they do. you only want to create a better world. So like, I, I hope people listen to the off space. And if I find something that I think is beneficial to people, I hope they take part in that too. I hope we can only push up good things. So. You know what? That's my motherfucking dog. You know what? That's how we're going to end the show. My name is Chuka. Are we on time? <laughs> yeah, we're on time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got to end. No. <laughs> well, my name is Chuka. My name is Azigo. And this is the motherfucking off space. Space, yes, sir. space, space. comes here. Yes, sir. <laughs> Black unity and love. <laughs> <We> <laughs> <live>. <laughs> Catch y'all this week, though. For real. All right, bye, y'all.